Welcome to this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast, hosted by Jesse Runnels. Um, this week, my wife will not be on the podcast because um, I know she didn't particularly like the, some of the topics I decided to, to talk about this week, and I'll get into that later, but it will be just a solo podcast this week, so um, yeah. But, um, I hope you guys enjoy it nevertheless. But before I get into the topics that I said I was going to talk about, I was going to, um, talk about, like, some life stuff. Um, so, Tuesday, I start going back to school online, though, not at a campus, per se. I'm going to, uh, Western Governors University to, uh, finish out my bachelor's. And it's going to be in network operations and security is my major. So, like, an IT degree, pretty much. So, um, yeah, I've I've been deliberating about if I was going to go back to school or not. And I finally did. And my wife convinced me. And, yeah, I'm going to go back. And um, they seem like a good school. Even though they are online, they're also affordable, which is uh, good considering I only have a year left of my uh, post-9-11 GI Bill, and then I'm sure I'm going to have to spend some of my own money to finish the degree, which is fine. So, yeah, it'll be a good deal to get my bachelor's degree, and they have a they're good accreditation too so like they're regionally accredited so that's good for uh you know future jobs and whatnot some jobs are sticklers for where you got your degree at and how it was accredited and all that um well i guess i'll just launch into this i guess so this week some big news happened in the national news. Uh, Donald Trump uh, is getting... The Democrats are launching an impeachment inquiry for Donald Trump because he uh, made a phone call with the president of, U- the, of Ukraine in reference to Joe Biden to try to get political gains. In his in the 2020 election, so I'm gonna play a clip about uh, Speaker of the House Pelosi talking about releasing that Ukraine phone transcript. So, um, and this is a uh, wait, wrong link, but uh, this is her saying that they're. Re- you know, going to do an Thursday, inquiry. This Thursday, the acting DNI will appear before the House Intelligence Here it Committee. Is. At that time, he must turn over the whistleblower's full complaint to the committee. He will have to choose whether to break the law or honor his responsibility to the Constitution. On the final day of the Constitutional Convention in 1787, when our Constitution was adopted, Americans gathered on the steps of Independence Hall to wait the news of the government our founders had crafted. They asked Benjamin Franklin, what do we have, a republic or a monarchy? Franklin replied, a republic, 
if you can keep it. Our responsibility is to keep it. Our public endures because of the wisdom of our Constitution, enshrined in three co-equal branches of government, serving as checks and balances on each other. The actions taken to date by the President have seriously violated the Constitution, especially when the President says, Article 2 says I can do whatever I want. For the past several months, we have been investigating in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and consider whether to exercise its full Article I powers, including a constitutional power of the utmost gravity, approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the President has admitted to asking the President of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The, action of the, the actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the President's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore okay, so that's uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, reacting to, uh, or not reacting, uh, calling for impeachment based on what I previously said about uh, him calling the Ukraine, and then she talked about how Benjamin Franklin and the founders of this country, you know, wanted to, the whole checks and balances thing and wanting to keep a, either a monarchy or a republic. And, and Benjamin Franklin said republic because monarchy would have been what England had. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, from what I've read about this whole ordeal, uh, it's pretty damning evidence against uh, old Donald. <laughs> old Donald. But, uh, I mean, this, honestly, I haven't spoken whole deal about, whole lot about this presidency, and I, I just tried to act like it never happened, but, uh, certainly did. I mean, the only thing I could see that he actually got done as a president, besides having one of the longest government shutdowns in history, which is incredulous, if you ask me. It's despicable. Like, you don't... I mean, that's the worst thing I ever heard. Like, people were out of work for a month and a half, it seemed like. And Anyways, I talked about it in, that, in a previous podcast, but... That was pretty terrible. Um, he didn't get that wall he said he was going to get. Um, the only thing he actually did was meet with the North Korean leader, which no other president has done. Actual physical meeting. And which was, to me was just a publicity stunt to try to get him reelected. And he did the uh, that tax thing he got all the tax breaks for all the one percent companies like Amazon Twitter all these companies got to forego their taxes which only probably benefits his company as well outside of the presidency so that's says a lot about him and um, I mean he really hasn't done all that much as a president like 
I mean, you could talk all you want about Obama, but he actually got things done as a president. He got, uh, you know, he made, uh, you know, marriage be legal for everybody, you know, homosexual or not. Um, you can be a homosexual and be in the military before you couldn't. Um, and uh, he got the Obamacare thing. Which is, I mean, as much people like to gripe about it, it's good for people who don't have health insurance and are dying and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think Obamacare was a good thing in some ways, and I could see the argument for why it wouldn't be, but it gave health care for all, so that's a good thing. But other than that, I haven't seen a whole lot of good come from this presidency. I mean, I'll, I I think he's a racist to go on TV after the Charlottesville thing and say that there was wrong on both sides. There was wrong on only one side. The the racist killed the you know the alt left people. I guess you could say the the people who were protesting initially and that that's that's terrible that is the only wrong there in that situation so if any of you watch the black Klansmen, it'll show all this at the very end of the movie and very clear so just throwing that one out there about the whole charlottesville thing but now i'm gonna play a clip about how Nancy Pelosi reacts to the uh, transcript. The transcript is out now. I'm wondering uh, if you think that Congress needs to talk to Attorney General Barr or the President seem to offer his cooperation. I, I haven't seen it, so I've just come from our own meeting. But the, the, the transcript is... Uh, the fact is that the President of the United States, in breach of his constitutional responsibilities, has asked a foreign government to help him in his political campaign at the expense of our national security as well as undermining the integrity of our elections. That cannot stand. He will be held accountable. No one is above the law. And you're hearing Democrats also call for the recusal of the Attorney General Bill Barr as the investigation continues. We'll see how that ultimately turns out. But clearly this not tamping down the calls for impeachment from Democrats as they feel emboldened in the release of this transcript. So that's her reacting to the transcript uh, initially. Um, I mean, she just pretty much said that the president broke the law. You can't use, uh, you know, foreign powers for political gain. And he is trying to or the president tweeting just moments oh, ago about the whistleblower sorry about that whoops but um well didn't press pause on the cnn link there sorry about that but um yeah i wonder who the whistleblower is though i wonder if it's uh pence i wonder if pence is trying to you know sabotage trump you know, that would be pretty funny, but I doubt it. But, uh, this is, uh, to me, this is the most damning impeachment inquiry in my lifetime, at least, from what I remember. 
I mean, I was a little young when, you know, the Quentin thing was going down, but uh, he, like, repealed his impeachment, and I guess they kind of let him just stay the rest of his term um, or something like that. I think something like that. Um, I think someone else got impeached, but, like, you know, eons ago, like, 1800s or something. I don't know which president, like, Andrew Jackson, maybe, I think, might have got impeached. But anyways, this is... I mean, if this doesn't get you impeached, I don't know what does. So, I mean, I think he's going to get impeached. If you ask me, I think it's... You just... You broke the law. I'm surprised it took this long. I mean, there's other stuff he did that they didn't... Who knows? But I think this is, like, the... The, the big kahuna as far as, like, the evidence of, like, you know, pretty, you know, cut and dry evidence here to get somebody, to get the President of the United States, President Trump, um, you know, impeached. So on the back end of this, let's say, let's say uh, he does get impeached. I wonder... And, um, you know, that's it for President Trump, which would be a, a good thing, in my opinion. I hope this uh, bodes well for the re-election, and if Pence decides to, like, run for re-election, I wonder... I'm sure he would. And then... I think the Dems would have a good shot against uh, Pence. I think any of them. And, um... Personally, I would like to see Andrew Yang be nominated, but I know that's not realistic, but I'm a hopeful, and I like Andrew Yang's political platform and his campaign and his whole ordeal. I've spoke about this previously. I think Andrew Yang is, um, he's the president we need for this era because, uh, we're like he says. I think we're set. We're going into the next industrial revolution, and if people don't realize that automation's about to take away a lot of jobs, and um, I mean retail's one of the highest jobs in America. Like one of the most, like as percentage-wise, like. A lot of people work in retail, and Amazon is, you know, kind of all these mom and pop stores and malls are closing due to Amazon. So I don't know. It's a strange times for you know that people to like job wise for people. I mean, yeah, I guess that you could say the economy is doing well in certain ways, but uh, I think the like opportunities are dwindling for people career-wise or job-wise um i'm personally glad that um i found a career at least at least i think i found a career that will keep me the longevity of my career will last as long as i'm interested in working and i don't see that changing anytime soon so the it field is uh I don't think it's going away, so I think I'll be fine, but as far as the everyday American, I, I, I don't know if I can say yes to that, and um, 
I think Andrew Yang's a step in the right direction. Um, but I, I, I think I would support any candidate. Um, I don't know if I like Joe Biden all that much, but I do like Bernie Sanders, and I think I like... I, I don't really know Elizabeth Warren all that much, but I think I like her more than Joe Biden. I don't know her all her political ideas. I need to do some research about her, but... And, uh... I don't know if I like Kamala Harris. Um, some of the debates, her... Medicare for all bill to me was a little confusing and it didn't make sense. So, um, and plus she's, she kind of goes after people and I don't know if I like that in the debates. I feel like you should just talk about what you're gonna do as the president rather than, you know, attack people. Like she attacked Joe Biden and she's obviously attacked, uh, Donald Trump in the debates. Um, all the other candidates, uh, I, I mean, those are the strong ones. Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris is strong. I think the Pete guy, Pete Buttigieg, might be kind of up there in the polls. And I also don't know a lot about his stuff. I mean, he's, uh, he seems like a good candidate, though. Um, uh, Devin Booker. A lot of the candidates I was interested in kind of dropped out, but, uh, Oh, I'll try to watch the next debate. I've enjoyed them so far. And um, I think that's all I have to say on this week's episode as far as all the impeachment stuff and how this election's going to go. Um, but um, you can listen to this episode on uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, slash Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, um, it's on Podbean. If you just want to get the Podbean app, it's on there. And you can also, um, for subject matter, you can uh, DM me, message me on various social media platforms, on Instagram at uh, jesse.ronalds, on Facebook, simply Jesse Runnels, and on Twitter at jesse underscore Runnels. You can email me even at ramblinrunnels at gmail.com. R-A-M-B-L-I-N Runnels at gmail.com And um, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode of the Ramblin' Runnels podcast.